Hi, docs. Welcome to the EntreMD podcast, where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Una. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Andre MD podcast. Super pumped, as always, to be in your ears. I'm super excited coming off Andre MD Live 2022, which was an absolute blast. If it was for you, let me know. You can send me a PM, DM, let me know how I changed their life. And I actually love bringing you this Millionaire Habit series. And today we're going to be talking about the habit of being a possibility thinker. And I think it's one of the most profound things that millionaires do. And so so we're going to be talking about that. And I, I think it's fun because I just practice that. In EntreMD, we have a we have an annual event, okay? If you're if you're not aware of it, it's called EntreMD Live. It happens in June of every year. We just had our fourth one. And this year I set a goal that was out of, which was a stretch goal for me. Okay. And so our very first one, we had 47 people in it. It was in person. It was amazing. It was in 2019. We had people fly in from eight different states. And for the international community, we had people from nine countries join us virtually. And so that was just beyond amazing. That was our first one. I don't know. That all every all the marketing stuff I knew to do brought in 47 people, okay? And but it was phenomenal, phenomenal. And there are many people who still talk about that. And that was the starting point of their six multiple six-figure businesses and stuff like that. So that was amazing. The second one in 2020, we was virtual, of course, because of COVID. And we had 321 doctors in it. Again, it was like from 47 to 321. What? So good. And then we had the third one in 2021 and we had 533 doctors registered. Wild. And so this year I was like, hmm, so what do we do? We had 533. I was like, why don't we put a thousand people in this event? And I remember in the beginning going like, wow, you know, and some people are big fans of going from zero to 10,000, which is great. For me, I found to stay in constant momentum and constantly crush my goals, I pick the stretch goal right in front of me, right? Like I don't like to set goals that are so big for me that I don't even engage them at all. And so I was like, next stretch goal would be a thousand. And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. And I practice being a possibility thinker. Now, at this point, EntreMD Life is over. And so I know we had 1,038 doctors registered, which was completely wild, completely wild. And I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't know this until I think I realized it two days before the event. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a million physicians. And so if I help, if I get a thousand registered, what percentage is that? And it's like 0.1%. And I was like, wait a minute. We will touch 0.1% of the physician community. We're not talking about the ripple effect now. We're just talking about the people who attended. And I thought about him like, this is insane. And for me, it is so significant because when I started on TramD, I started studying movements, right? Because I realized we have a big problem in the physician community. And I was like, how can I 
have an impact on the physician community. And so I started studying movements and I realized that when you touch 10% of a community and get them to create a culture shift in 10%, that that would create a ripple effect in the entire community, right? Like the critical mass is 10%. And so if you remember earlier episodes of the podcast, you hear me say, oh, I want to help 80,000 doctors. And the reason for that number is because there's 800,000 doctors in the U.S. And so 10% of that was 80,000. So my number didn't change, right? Like the percentage is the same. It's the actual numbers that changed. And so when I noticed that we had moved to a million, then I just changed the number to 100,000. And so to be able to touch 0.1, it's like, wait a minute, we can do 0.1 and then we can do 1% and then we can do 10%. I was like, what? So I'm saying this now that the goal for EntreMD Live 2023 would be to put 10,000 people in it, right? That's that's what it's going to be. That was the intention that I set after this one. And I would love for you to be there. And I would love for, for us as a community to go after our community, to bring change and to bring hope and to give strategy and to show the know-how. And if you're on TMD Live, you heard so many stories of doctors and what they're doing. I mean, they, it was just so, so mind-blowing. Uh, I remember Dr. Rachel Rubin talking about being a Facebook group and everyone's talking about, you, people are talking about how hard it was in private practice and they're not able to get patients and stuff like that. And she was like, wait, that's when it dawned on her that, wait a minute, I've been in private practice for five months. I didn't need to start with the loan. I've been profitable from day one, day one, alternate reality, right? And so that alternate reality is what we want the physician community to be aware of. We're not stuck. We're not bad entrepreneurs. We're not bad at money. We're none of that. We're amazing, and we're going to do this and we're going to take back control and we're going to be in, we're going to get back our autonomy and we're going to be the leaders in the healthcare space and we're going to have financial freedom and we are going to fall in love with practicing medicine all over again, right? And so, so possibility thinking, okay? Now, there are two, there are two ways of thinking about this. And really this episode is about you taking a look at how you think. I, I think the the more aware you are of your thinking, the more successful you'll be because it gives you the opportunity to edit your thoughts, okay? So our thoughts are not things that just happen to us. We don't have control over anything, but most of us live that way, right? And it doesn't matter how much you've worked on your mind, there's still a lot of work to be done, right? Where you identify like, oh, wow, I have this mindset virus here that I need to get rid of. I have this thought pattern that is hurting me that I need to get rid of. And so we're going to unpack a thought pattern so you can start recognizing it in your thinking and get rid of it. So there's somebody who's a possibility thinker and someone who is not a possibility thinker. So let's talk about, let's say my goal. And now this is my goal. So I'm not saying this should be your goal for your next event. I mean, you pick whatever number works for you, but I'm just using this as an example for me. I want to put a thousand people into EntreMD life. The person who is not a possibility thinker is like, I've never done that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Right. And the evidence is there that like, you actually have never done that. Right. And so it's like, I can't do that. I can't do that. The possibility thinker is, how can I do that? And it's a really subtle shift, but it's a shift that makes all the difference. Because how can I do, 
I can't do that is final. And the access you have to thoughts, the access you have to strategies, the access you have to ideas is tied to whether you're a possibility or thinker or not. And so if you say, I can't do this, that part of you that generates ideas and all of that is completely shut down. It is completely, you almost would never say, I can't do something and get an idea on how to do it. It doesn't work that way. It's almost as though that thought is a command that makes every other thought go like, oh, I'm sorry. What was I trying to do? Think like, we can't do that. Why was I trying to come up with ideas? It shuts everything down and it makes you feel like a victim. It makes you feel stuck. It makes you feel like you can't become a better version of yourself because you are what you are right now. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. In fact, I have recognized how dangerous that is that even when I don't know the how, and even when it's not something I necessarily want to do, I don't allow the, I can't do that sit. So I'll give you a funny example with me. Driving downtown Atlanta, I live in Georgia. So driving downtown Atlanta, you see all these high rise buildings and all of these things. And for all my life, I, it never occurred to me that people own those things. If you understand, like in my subconscious thinking, it's just like, oh, these things that, you know, they magically appear and they're here. And one day I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. When somebody says, oh, I'm going to go work on my project. For some people, that's their project. I was like, that's crazy. How much is that project worth? Like how much do they have to invest for that project? I was like, that is absolutely insane. Now, the old me, the next thought that would have come up would be like, I can never have a project like that. I can never own a building like that. But the new me, the possibility thinker, even though I don't actually, like I don't have a desire right now to own a building like that, will still go like, I wonder how I could do that. For me, it's more about the mental exercise than anything else. Like, how could I own a building like that? How would I fund it? Would I get investors to do it with me? What kind of team would I need? And I would allow myself go there even though I'm not going to actually take action on it like right now, because it's a muscle. That way of thinking is a muscle. And the more you use it, the better developed it is, the more impossible things you can do. Do you see what I mean? So the, I can't, so I can't build a, build a six-figure business. I can't build a seven-figure business. I can't have that kind of team. I can't get my client those kind of results. No. You embrace, how can I build a six-figure business? How can I build a seven-figure business? How can I build a team so my business works without me? How can? How can I enjoy being an entrepreneur, even though it's challenging? How can I have a great business without sacrificing my family? How can? Okay? So I'm possibility thinker. I can't. Possibility thinker. How can I? How can I? Okay? Income level, how can I? How can I? And let me tell you, when you start doing this and you do this in your business and for your clients, for your patients, like how can I get them this result? For instance, in the EntreMD Business School, one of the things I think about a lot is how can I help them? How can I help the doctors in school have this big paradigm shift? And so they're like, wait, 
this is who I am. Because, you know, a lot, almost everything starts from my, our identity, who we think we are, right? And sometimes that thing of I'm just a doctor is so much deeper than you know. And so even when you start out in business, you're doing the things, you're self-sabotaging because you don't really see yourself as a physician entrepreneur. You don't see yourself as an entrepreneur. You don't see yourself as a person who can take charge and help a lot of people and generate revenue and all of that stuff. And so I constantly look for things that will help them experience identity shifts, right? So one year I, I did an event, I called it the EntreMD Business School Expo. And I had, I want to say it was 22 doctors from the EntreMD Business School be the speakers. They were the speakers at the event. I didn't speak at the event. And so that was phenomenal. They shared their journeys as entrepreneurs, their, their le- the lessons they've learned. All it, it was just fantastic. And I remember them coming back into the group like, oh my goodness, I did not I did not know that in this in the business school I was in the in a community with pure greatness. You guys are amazing. I didn't realize I was a speaker. Look at all the people and what they said about what I said and blah blah blah. I already got another speaking gig from this, and it, it was such a mindset shift, such an identity shift, right? Like this is who I am. And so I started thinking about it again. I was like, hmm, what can I do, right? How can I, how can I help them elevate the way they think about themselves? And it's not that you need external things, but they don't hurt, right? And a lot of times when you do stuff, you're like, you shock yourself. You're like, wait a minute, if I did that, what else could I do? And so I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, what if, so this was, I want to say it was September, August, August. Yes, August of last year. And I'm like, oh, what if, what if they could become best-selling authors? Like, what if they could become, best- and you know, most people have wanted to write and they just don't get around to it. And it's like, what if they could become best-selling authors? And so I talked to a company that I used to, to write the Entrepreneur Method book. And at this time it wasn't published. Remember, this was August of 2021. And I'm like, hey, I'm thinking of doing this project. I'm going to get a bunch of doctors together and we're going to write a book. Would you do that for multiple authors? They're like, yeah, I'm like, fantastic. And so I reach out to the students. I'm like, listen, this is what we're going to do. And you're going to be a best-selling author and you're going to go through the process of writing. You're going to go through the process of marketing the book and all that stuff. And you can add best-selling author to your bio on LinkedIn. You can add it, you know, to your in, your your intro, your bio when people want to introduce you at a speaking gig. And and it's not just for the bio, it's just that identity thing. Like I'm the kind of person who writes best-selling books. And so we did that. But where did that come from? It's a how can I? So once you go from I can't to how can I, it's almost like you've you've tapped into an infinite intelligence because th- there's like a gazillion ways you can do that. But once you say I can't, game over. Right? How can I? How can I? How can I? How can I do that? How can I do that? Even if you're like, no, 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 your brain will be like, no, you can't do it. Don't embrace that. How can I do it? How can I hire that person? How can I get my clients better results? How can I take more home? How can I have a bigger impact? How can I? It is such a magical question and it is a question of possibility thinkers. So now I want you to take a moment. This is something, this is probably an episode you're going to have to come back to again and again and again, but I want you to think about it. I want you to really take the time to think, where are the places where I say I can't, right? And we can narrow it in your business. What are the things that you say I can't do? I can't build this kind of business. I can't serve this caliber of clients. I can't, like, where are all these places? Write them down. Write down seven of them. I can promise you, if I told you to write 25, you will find them. But write seven of them, right? And then change that to how can I? 
take a moment, sit with it. Don't, the, the, I can't will come to suppress all your thinking, but don't let it go like, but how can I? How can I do that? So you practice mind storming, you practice brainstorming. How can I? How can I? And oh my goodness, it'll open up a completely new realm of possibility for you. And you will start creating pure magic in your business. Pure magic. Okay. All right. So that's a millionaire habit. And I know you got it. And do the work. Do this. Write the seven. Change it to a question then. Take away the statement. I can't. And shake the question. How can I? Because this will make you somebody who regularly does impossible things. And you would be shocked where you find yourself in three months, six months, nine months, or a year if this becomes your new practice. So listen, we need this in the physician community. So please take this link, share it with the doctors in your life. Tell them you have to listen to this podcast episode and you go create some wins for yourself. Tell me, you can PM me, you can email me, Dr. Una, D-R-U-N-A at OntraMD.com. I cannot wait to hear about it. And I will see you, my friend, on the next episode of the OntraMD podcast. Hey, if you love listening to the EntreMD podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand. It is my signature subscription program that gives you access to a library of business courses designed to help you do one thing as a physician entrepreneur, and that is to thrive. Just head out to EntreMD.com forward slash on demand, and I'd love to have you join us. See you on the inside.